0: I told Matt after I edited, it, I'm like, okay, like, I want your honest opinion, but don't be too harsh. He's like, you sound really nervous. And I'm like, I was drunk. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> or alcohol i mean like like in myself oh (laughs) i'm i know i was a mix of both so yeah Yeah,
1: the first one was it was it was an experience so if you're listening to the second one after the first i appreciate it thank you you are the best you're (laughs) the mvp (laughs) giving us a second chance (laughs) (laughs) or if you just started on this one then good for you i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs)
0: first one was interesting it was good content it was way better than our driver and so i have to give us that all right so unlike first episode welcome to episode two of booze podcast intro (laughs) i'm sam and i'm ollie and thank you for joining us today so what are you drinking today well i got some good chianti Chianti. yeah i just had a a glass of that and then i had some angry orchard because i'm lame and don't have a big old taste palette for alcohol, so I like my ciders. It's called Booze Podcast, not Fancy Alcohol Podcast. That is true. Did you want to tell them a little bit of what Booze Podcast is? Because we completely forgot to first episode. I mean, I feel like that's a really fitting of the
1: podcast because we're drinking booze <laughs> and talking about our favorite subject, which is...
0: We're talking about murder, ghost, all paranormal
1: anything just weird and creepy also i mean last episode i really didn't talk about i mean there was some murder but i talked about saints that sounds pretty wholesome right was it wholesome
0: yeah i mean yeah but you also mentioned a little bit of ghostiness and there was ghosts yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. there was uh drugs all the awful things AK 47s (laughs) i don't know how else to explain our podcast except we drink a lot and we talk about spooky stuff And
1: each week, we're going to try to do something different. You won't see the same... Or, like, you won't see the same rhythm. I really want to incorporate interviews with people or experiences that we may go on. Uh, We live in a city that's one of... Ranked one of the most
0: haunted places in America. So, I feel like we need to take advantage of that. I mentioned that to my mom because she went to visit about a week or two ago. I'm like, this place is supposed to be haunted and this place is supposed to be haunted. And she's like, yeah, okay... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's true <laughs> i tried to explain but she's like okay whatever just shut up and go i
1: remember in high school we begged our spanish teacher to take us to the railroad tracks do you know what the railroad- i don't what oh yeah she's not from san antonio so the railroad <laughs> tracks for those who are san antonio natives or live in texas you may know but the railroad tracks allegedly and it was on i think the south side someone please correct me if i'm wrong uh full disclosure, I'm not from here either. <laughs> but um uh, so you're shit rich, and you're not even fresh. I know, I know. I talk a lot of shit and don't like, <laughs> can't take it. Um uh, but so the railroad tracks, allegedly, long, long ago, there was a school bus or a vehicle full of children uh that tried crossing a railroad track and it stopped on the railroad track. Like it broke did. down or something or it either broke down legend says it stalled i, I don't know ghosts it was ghosts ghosts. <laughs> ghosts that were already there anyways all the children on that bus slash vehicle died because Yikes. a train came and you know demolished it so, cakes. <laughs> I, <was like, laughs> I would have said a, a joke but i'm like oh whoa, no, no no it's so sad so anyways um uh, that makes a ghost, right? Mm-hmm, yes. Ghosts makes baby ghosts, little ghost. Um, Poor baby so ghosts. N- so now, they say that if you go to these said railroad tracks and park your car on the tracks, you're supposed to put baby powder all over your vehicle, and hmm. you can see little handprints form. That's to push, up. To push your vehicle out of the way because they don't want you to experience the same fate
0: oh sweet baby ghosts. i know that's fucked up and you wanted to go there you call them baby pancakes
1: <laughs> 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 or pancakes i call them baby go- yeah it's all fucked up man but oh, but man. yeah no it's a allegedly that's what happens and i know people who are like yeah that that's true like you you park your car you put baby powder all over and you see the little handprints push you off um i i heard that it's closed off now like you can't go but i haven't tried mm-hmm. i haven't googled it maybe we can um maybe do a little road trip i mean like yeah probably like 10 miles away not even that far <laughs> um but yeah i know when i was in high school we we're begging we were begging to go and the only reason my teacher my spanish teacher didn't take us was because she said it was on the bad side of town oh yeah if it weren't for that then i'm pretty sure she would have she would have gone for it. Yeah. Okay, so it is South Side. Well, I knew it was on the South Side. <laughs> South Side near uh, Villa Main and Shane Roads. I probably pronoun pronounce that first word wrong. But yeah, South Side. Gotta take a road trip. I don't think I've ever been to South Side. Okay, yeah. According to legend, a fatal school bus crash on those tracks occurred in the early 20th century. A bus carrying kids stalled on the tracks, and they sat there waiting for a train to come along which killed them all
0: you think the spirit oh sorry what you think they would have gotten out of the bus as soon as yeah like hello i'm trying
1: to see if there's anything else that i didn't know um sadly for you thrill and fright junkies it is all bunk or rather debunked what no i don't want to hear that that it's debunked. I did. I actually did hear that a while back. That
0: wow.
1: That it's like once you put the powder on, it's like from your handprints that have been
0: oh, like touching the your car, The oils. Mm. Yeah. Don't spread lies on this podcast. How dare you? We just have to try for ourselves. <laughs> and to be honest, I have baby hands. So if I, I
1: did if I touch anyone's car, it's gonna look like an infant yes. was all over it.
0: That's why I get really long pointy nails when I have my nails done, because then they don't look as baby-like. See, that's
1: why I always have these talons mm-hmm. all the time. They're like, man, your nails are always so long. I'm like, yeah, because if I don't have them, I look like in- an infant.
0: Like little toddlers, little sausage fingers. That's what my it's friends a curse. used to call me. Yes, me too. <laughs> Matt's still like, look at your cute sausage fingers. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Wait, really? I didn't even know this. Let me see it. Let's yeah. compare sausage hands real quick. <laughs>
1: okay we do have see <laughs> hands. mine are a little chubbier but <laughs> I can see. that's why we i don't, got baby hands that's why i don't, I don't wear my wedding ring anymore this <laughs> oh man <yeah>, anyways <laughs> this is not a podcast about hands
0: <laughs> that would be a really weird podcast I feel like a fetish podcast well you know like the wiki feet where you can look at people's feet and uh, wait what are you looking at you don't know what wiki feet no. is oh my god look it up
1: this is a work
0: computer that <laughs> they're gonna be easy. like what the fuck did is it this pull it? up i, don't know. I, I see, see some
1: your... porn stars i recognize <laughs> oh really <laughs> Just um, the one that went to texas State. because eat em up cats go up cats <laughs> is this it uh this doesn't look like it celebrities i don't see any feet. i see women i, don't I mean see to... instagram models
0: no yeah we well, are on wiki feet
1: selena <laughs> gomez
0: these just look like press photos. Oh, because her feet are in them. You see how her feet are in every single photo? God.
1: I think Quentin Tarantino has a foot
0: fetish. I just learned about that. That's strange. I mean, I'm that's fo- why in, uh,
1: what is it, Dusk Till Dawn, Selma Hayek, they have that like scene with her feet and... Oh. Yeah.
0: So, huh. Interesting. I mean, that's related. It's vampire <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not knocking anyone's fetishes, but... Yeah, they're all kind of... As long as difficult. you're not doing anything awful or illegal. Exactly. exactly knock yourself as out. As long as it's consensual. Yes. Oh, I didn't tell you. So, um, you know how you brought back the little voodoo bag from your New Orleans trip? Yeah. So, I told Matt about it, and he got so sketched out. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, tell her to get rid of it. Tell her I don't want it here. Tell her to take it back. I'm like, no, it's supposed to be good luck. Yeah,
1: so, I didn't say this earlier, but so i i brought back um i don't even have my notes on this but the little bag is what is it called what did i
0: call it you said like a voodoo sack or like a no it's not a it's supposed to be like a voodoo doll but before voodoo dolls that's where it
1: originated from so back the back in the day the um colonizer's (laughs) <laughs> the slave owners found these little bags that were tied in a knot. Uh, it had spices inside, and there was a, a rope around it, like, tying it together. Um, and it kind of looks like a doll. Like, we can post a picture of it. It looks like,
0: like it a little head, like a, doll. like a ghost, like a little ghost.
1: Yeah, it really does. Because it has, like, yeah, the little head, the rope around it, and then the fabric underneath. It looks like a ghost, but it can emulate a doll back in the day. Um, and there's pins in it and this is why i want to make a whole episode dedicated to this because the origins of the voodoo doll is way beyond like what people think like basically the voodoo doll is taken out of context Mm -hmm. but people made money out of it so they rolled with it uh yeah, this would be like a thirty-minute discussion yeah, yeah. if I talked about it, <laughs> yeah. but it's really not supposed to be anything gruesome or evil. And the science behind voodoo is actually really intellectual. Uh, like they did botany before it was even a thing. Like all the all the herbs and spices are like they cause reactions in the human body just like they do today. Like mm-hmm. if you're like poison ivy, mm-hmm. of course it's gonna make you break out. But think about it back in the day if you encounter poison ivy and you don't know what it is and you just see yourself, like your skin break out and, itch, like, and it's it rashes and, and yeah, you're going to think, like, what the hell, this is magic. Like, yeah. I didn't do anything. It's so easy to come across.
0: Yeah, because you so. don't contribute at that time, the plant, with doing this to you because you just see plants and you're like, oh, okay, a plant. Exactly. So.
1: And if somebody had that knowledge and knew that this certain type of plant created this type of reaction they could definitely use that to their advantage so a lot of voodoo and even like folk medicine in general is because these indigenous people who were really connected to the earth like knew the reaction that these plants would
0: cause and they'd use it to their advantage i would wreck some havoc if i knew what i knew now and i was back then exactly
1: (laughs) so all all like voodoo was back then like they knew what kind of plants and herbs would cause sickness which what like would cause death even Mm. so they would of course use that so they used to say um see this voodoo or hoodoo queen and your master will be dead in 20 days because they would well, give them something and yeah it took a while for it to affect the body and also you don't want it to be that obvious mm-hmm. like so it'd be like um some kind of natural remedy to put in the food or things like that and um like i said i have these like all in my notes because when i went to new orleans i had an interview with um like a, a voodoo voodoo no, I wouldn't say he's a priest, but a voodoo expert, mm-hmm. and that's where I got the little the little bag from. And he gave them out, and, and he was really interested in the science behind it too. So they would use certain spices to throw off the dog's senses.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, so at night, if you were a slave and you were trying to escape. escape, you had one of those bags, and you would just throw it to throw off the sense of the dog, like the. The sensories of the dog. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, that is so smart. So
1: it's all extremely intellectual. Yeah, but in the minds of the um, white folk, exactly. It was <laughs> magic. It was crazy, and that's actually where the word voodoo came from. Was from mm. the French. Gotcha. Because once they enslaved um, enslaved the people from South Africa, like it, I'm like I can't really get technical. I don't know what exactly country or region it was from. Uh, they were boarding the ship and they kept saying voodoo 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 that -hmm. actually means spirit oh so they were calling on their spirits like help me help me help me like the spirits come help like voodoo 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 like (laughs) they didn't know what's going on they're being enslaved and boarded on this ship and getting sent across the ocean so they're calling to their spirits their ancestors for help so the french were like oh voodoo like (laughs) yeah there something's going on that's awesome um, I never knew any of that yeah, I can't wait so for you to like
0: dive into this but that's awesome
1: and it, it, it there's there's so much to it so that's why I really want to do it some justice and take another trip learn some more and then be able to bring all that information back yeah. um, and maybe next time I'll join you on that trip yes and- please do I'm I'm in love with New Orleans I'm in love
0: with the culture I always invite everybody to go yeah I've been telling Matt like when are we gonna go I want to We could take a train and just explore. Yeah. And
1: it really is, you can make it inexpensive. Like, Mm -hmm. I try to travel inexpensive so other people can enjoy it, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, my friends who haven't been out of the state or haven't been on a plane um, even, like, I, they've been in New Orleans with me. And that's kind of, like, their first glimpse uh, into travel. And going to New Orleans is, like, visiting, like, the closest thing to Europe because so many cultures have influenced that city. Gotcha. You I can love see a little bit of, like, Spain. You can see a little bit of France. You can see, like, there's so much.
0: Yeah, I so love their uh, architecture. Like, all yes, their buildings exactly. and stuff. All the pictures I see, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, so beautiful. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, stay tuned. We'll have a New Orleans-filled <laughs> filled episode.
0: Don't, can't say when, but eventually we'll get there. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned. All oh, right. so anything new going on in your life, or just the same old? Same old, same old, man. <clears throat> what about you? How are the pups? <sighs> They're good. They're being pups, shedding everywhere, so, you know. Say,
1: oh, oh, wow, something did new happen. My my little one, <laughs> my Hercules, <laughs> he got neutered. Please Aww. stay your dogs, um, <laughs> fix your dogs. How because... old is he? Well, he's a little old. He's a little older. I was so scared. Were you? I was really scared because he's tiny and mm-hmm. I'm crazy about my dog. Like, I am so paranoid all the time.
0: A little Maltese, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then what's your other dog? Hildy. Hildy. She's a re- She's a rescue. Aww. I don't say
1: that, I say that in a good way and I'm embarrassed that Hercules is not. But <laughs> adopt, don't shop. Yeah. Yeah, okay. she... Um, we got her at the shelter we got her the first day she came in oh she was so like fragile and scared and shy yeah. and timid wouldn't even look you in the eye her Aww. ears were down and um yeah now she's a completely different dog yeah and she's crazy. a. we think she's a dutch shepherd gotcha gotcha yeah she's cute they're both really cute yeah no they they're they're the dynamic duo <laughs> Do we count cats? Are
0: cats a thing? Cats? I mean, I'm super allergic to cats, but cats are a thing. I do have a cat. Oh, you do? Uh Uh-huh. You don't have any pictures of your cat on Facebook. How dare you? (laughs) Because she's not what I wanted. (laughs) I feel so bad.
1: I'm the worst human being. So, Gabriel and I are like, all right, cool, we're getting, getting a cat. And I told him I want the smallest, fluffiest cutest cat Mm -hmm. so that's where you went wrong (laughs) expectations (laughs) so we go to the shelter. the shelter had a a kitten event it was a kitten event with all the Mm -hmm. kittens because they were overpopulated that weekend Mm -hmm. and um i was like cool let's go well we didn't go Mm -hmm. so we went the next day we went to the next day to the shelter surely there are kittens there were only there was only one cat there was one cat that no one wanted
0: that should have been your first hint.
1: <laughs> but April, being the person he is, always gravitates to what's broken.
0: Oh. Are you talking about yourself <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Never, yeah, I was like,
1: oh my God, that's. Wait, wait, wait a second. Maybe I'm the cat now. So, this cat, I mean, it wasn't really tiny. It was kind of like an adolescent. It was mm-hmm. probably in its tweens. Mm hmm angsty tween angsty tweens um its eyes fucked up <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> it's a black cat with a fucked up eye oh nobody wanted her and even the the shelter was like yeah we had our event and it was really successful all all of our cats got adopted except for this one
0: that's so sad I know. Oh.
1: and then gabriel just picked it up and it snuggled she snuggled against oh him, she was tricking cute. you guys yeah and he just looked at me with his puppy eyes and he was like babe we need her oh she needs us i'm like ugh This cat is so (laughs) cute. I've always wanted a black cat, but she wasn't fluffy. She was like a scrawny little cat. I'm Mm -hmm. like, all right. I'm like, whatever you say, babe. So we got the cat, took her to the vet. She has like... Feline herpes, Mm -hmm. like, all kinds of issues. And her fur starts falling off of her
0: eye. (laughs) She looks like Scarface. Yeah. I don't know. The more you talk about her, the more cute she sounds. She's
1: a pain in the... I mean, she's cool. She's cool. Now she's... She turned into the dog's cat. Oh. Hercules and her, like, are little buddies. That's so cute. They wrestle. They cuddle. Mm -hmm. They're really cute. That's super sweet. But she likes to tear up my curtains, so i mean i could do without her (laughs) so mean her name is salem she has a name her name's salem but we just call her (laughs) cat yeah i don't think i've ever called her salem her name is cat
0: oh i don't know she sounds pretty cute Mm -hmm. a little rough around the edges but very rough around the edges but (laughs) she is very she she likes to cuddle you gotta show me a picture of her now because do you even have one on your phone the way you talk about her (laughs) All right, so did you want to go first for this episode? Or... Yeah. Now, are you doing a murder ghosty story? Neither.
1: Oh, what Surprise. are you doing? All right, so a while back when we first started this podcast or attempted to start
2: mm-hmm.
1: our first date, we date, <laughs> our first time together, I canceled because I was sick. And I felt so bad. Oh, the I day hate you had canceling. The fever? Yeah, I had a yeah. fever. Of, it was just, I did not feel good. I slept all day. So I woke up at like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock <laughs> at night. <laughs> and Gabriel was like, hey, we should watch Hereditary. Oh. And that's when I was like, hey, that's a great idea. Yeah, I still haven't seen that because, movie. Because, oh, well, if you're listening and you haven't seen that movie, well, you should have already. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to give you any sp- spoilers but because I feel like if I talk like talk about this subject you're not going to know what I'm talking about um in regards to the movie but you might want to stop and watch it just to have that background information but I'll navigate you through this through this journey so anyways I was watching that movie and it shook me to my core what I do when I watch movies like this is I research it And I want to find out more about what inspired it. Mm -hmm. So my topic today is Paimon the Demon. Ooh. The Demon King God, which I'll kind of uh, explain. So if you haven't seen the movie, it's okay. Because Mm -hmm. you'll just come in with a knowledge, like blank knowledge, that this demon exists. So if you have seen the movie, you know that Pyman is the demon that's kind of intertwined within the whole thing that you kind of learned about later. But this demon is actually based on actual lore, I wanna say. Like mm-hmm. so the demons are so complex. Because they exist in the Bible, if you read the Bible, which I'm o i am only know because of the research, but they are also replicated in cultures around the world. Which we'll go into a little bit later. But anyways Pyman is a demon and he made his first appearance in a, in an anonymous grimoire i've heard of that do you know what a grimoire is i've heard of that what is that so it's a, a grimoire i'm like oh it's like a memoir it's, it's like grim. a
0: grimoire. it's a book or something yeah okay so okay.
1: this like there are tight ty- there are types of books um so a grimoire is a book of magic spells and invocations and there's a whole series of books in the western magical tradition qu- called grimoires like mm-hmm. so here in western culture it's like a series kind of like okay. i i guess it's like encyclopedias but for for spooky and spells so now how do i get my hands on some of those <laughs> amazon <laughs> i'm pretty sure you can find them on amazon so this grimoire specifically that paimon made his appearance on was called the lesser key of solomon So if you Google Lesser Keys, um, you'll see that it has an anonymous author. Some sources say Alistair Crowley is the one who wrote it, but I think it's completely false because um, the Lesser Key of Solomon came in the 17th century, maybe the 16th century, and Alistair Crowley came way after that. So I think he just kind of made a publication or just replicated it and kind of made it his own later. But he used that a lot and I think it'd be a good idea in the near future to go over Alistair Crawley because he's kind of like the head honcho of of all things spooky and Satanism and which is kind of like the basis of a lot of this. Uh, But yeah, so I'm also going to read like an excerpt from it describing Hyman and you can kind of see how
0: dated it is because Uh of the language that it's written in. Oh, are you going to give me a cool accent when you read it? (laughs) no i'm so bad at accents
1: like is that is that irish are are you okay what's wrong with you did you drink too much uh no so (laughs) so i want to emphasize that this is all western ideology like the demons that we talk about like these are all based on like western westernized interpretations of them and we'll touch on that later um, but anyways, this is demonology, like, one-on-one. This is very novice stuff. Anyways, Pyman, like I said, uh, an excerpt from the Lesser Keys. This is how he's described as. Very obedient unto Lucifer. This spirit can teach all arts and sciences and other secret things. So
0: oh, he's educated.
1: Very. Or anything other thou mightest desire to know. He giveth dignity and confirmeth the same he bindeth or marketh any man subject unto the magician if he so desires it he giveth good familiars and such as can teach all arts so that's what he's all about i mean that's his role that's what he does he's artistic he's that hop hit hip art teacher you might have had in college i mean i, didn't I did go to, i didn't go to college Me? okay well i had this art teacher and he was it's fine, yeah, and he was cool. Yeah, this is definitely Uh <laughs> So, if you've seen the movie *Hereditary*, you can kind of see the similarities into the char- like onto the characters. So, the daughter and the mother are very creative. Um, they, you know, create little. And then this is not a spoiler, but in the movie, the mother creates um, little houses and models, like mm. for museums, and mm-hmm. like that's her art. Yeah. And then the daughter, like, is very creative and takes, like, things from nature and creates things. So uh-huh. that's kind of reflective on Paimon as he's, like, the more artistic type. Mm-hmm. And the knowledge kind of reflects on the, the father in the movie who's a doctor. Oh. So that kind of reflects on the art and the knowledge of... Uh, I think he's a psychologist. So, like, that wisdom. Um, and he's also known as writing... Like, he's also seen in these books as riding a camel and he has a feminine face. Like some people think that he might be a female even. Oh. So he's very like an- androgynous. You're not sure if he's like male or female. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's usually playing an instrument.
0: To show kind of like his knowledge and... Like the arts. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha.
1: So what I found interesting is that if you look at other gods in other cultures they there's some there's always one that's similar that's playing an instrument or pretty artistic and the one that popped out to me was in i think it's in i'm not sure which tribe of a native american uh it's a native american tribe and it has the little i think it's like new mexico you know the little um emblem with the playing the flute oh and it has yeah, like yeah. the hair uh-huh. kind of yeah it's kind of like people have made connections to Pyman and mm. that iconography gotcha um, so yeah he's gender gender ambiguous I thought you um, said ginger. <laughs> he's ginger also. Um, and it says, yeah, he or she is always riding a camel, wearing a glorious crown and headdress. Very glamorous, very fancy. He
0: sounds like my kind of demon.
1: I know. That's, and I think that's why I was drawn to him, too. I'm like, I like the arts. Music's cool. I like camels. You show up <laughs> a little extra to the party. Yes. Um, so in Solomon, it also states that Piman is the ruler of 200 legions of spirits. Most of them angels, and that summon him. Um, But if you summon him, thou must make some offering. My mother is calling.
0: Um. (laughs) She knows you're talking about demons. She's like, Excuse me, have you said your prayers today? So, what kind of offering?
1: It just depends what you're trying to give. I mean, if you've seen the movie, you know what kind of offering. Like human. Oh, Oh, I know. Yikes. I don't like that. No. I don't like bribing people. Or things or deities just I don't have a lot to give <laughs> I mean you have Hercules oh my god absolutely not no way the world could be ending and they're like we just need the dog never you can take me instead take look. Salem <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. uh, I have this black cat you can have no it's terrible my babies um, but anyways yeah so that's kind of like what Pyman is as a whole and this kind of a this is kind of like a short overview, um, but if you see the movie, you know that it's a lot deeper than what it goes into,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that this goes back to the 16th century. Um, so, oh, oh no, um, I actually found an interview with like a witch to try to summon him oh yeah which supposedly you're supposed to make like the triangle on the ground with his emblem mm-hmm. and if you've seen the movie you see that that symbol all around and what's the symbol look is it just squigglies like it's yeah yeah okay. squiggly is like a little we can put a picture design. on the instagram it's kind of pretty actually like i didn't yeah. think it, that that was its that that was its actual symbol until a lot later do you ever want to summon a demon demon a diva, yes. A diva? <laughs> the diva in yourself? Well, if you ever wanted to summon a demon, Paimon, to be more specific, you're supposed to draw a magic circle around you. Mm-hmm. Have a triangle set up outside of that. So circle, triangle. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be wearing the sigil, sigil of the demon you're trying to summon. Okay. So that little symbol, that little emblem. And then the demon is supposed to appear in the triangle
0: you don't have to say anything or
1: i didn't find any of the the summoning part uh-huh i don't know if that's for a reason i'm sure there is there has to be right you're supposed to give your offering and then and,
0: yeah say unless
1: something you s- i mean how is he supposed to know
0: unless you sacrifice like do you stand inside the circle do you know like maybe you have to stand in the circle and sacrifice something
1: oh well yeah you're supposed to be inside the circle because uh-huh. you draw it around you um, and then you have a triangle set up like you draw the triangle and then you get inside and then you draw a circle around yourself and then you're supposed to be wearing the emblem already hmm. and then you summon him and do you do the sacrifice after he pops up or i don't it doesn't i don't think it has to be a sacrifice just like an offering
0: gotcha pizza. yeah
1: pizza was satisfy me <laughs> yeah yeah, no see i mean we always have pizza and if you do it right which i'm like how are you supposed to do it right you didn't even give me all the instructions but you're supposed to see the physical form in front of you okay okay but then i'm like what would you do if you saw a demon in front of you
0: i would probably freak out honestly like
1: no thank you i couldn't probably couldn't even tell him what i want so so yeah then you know he comes up you see him and then you tell him what you want so for example i would do that on sunday and then say hey i really want this new job hook it up for a sister and then on monday you'd have your austin job maybe (laughs) yeah hook it up for your girl bam there you go so that's one way to get what you want um but things always come with a price that's up to you but basically what does he not do He knows everything. He can tell you the future. Mm He can give you what you want. He -hmm. knows art. He's super hip. Like, he's a cool guy. Kind of scary, though. But then going back to what I said earlier about it's all westernized. And I say that, so every time we talk about demons, if it's from here until forever that we bring up a demon, I always try to take it with a grain of salt because – the demons that we know of now that are in, like, the Bible or in any kind of Western script, they, you can kind of find them in other cultures that have been around before mm-hmm.
0: these texts existed. Yeah.
1: So, for example, have you seen The Exorcist? The old OG Exorcist? I have not. Okay. Well, I... The look of disappointment on your <laughs> face just now. <laughs> the Exorcist is one of those movies that scared people to its core. Like, it ruined my dad. Like, he's Aww. so scared of everything. Like, he told me that as a kid, him and his brothers, they made this little device of the string that went up the ceiling fan and down to the light so, so they, they could tr- turn the light on <gasps> oh whenever goodness. they got scared because that movie scared them so bad. Um, but if you've seen the movie, uh, the, mo- the demon, not the demon, yeah, I guess the demon that possesses the child um archaeologist finds like a relic of that demon um Mm -hmm. in i guess they're excavating a site in africa or there's there's somewhere that's not here um and it's it's
0: pazuzu pazuzu is the demon that isn't that the demon that if you say his name he's more likely to appear is it i think think so so oh, stop saying it in my house <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought
1: that was what is a bloody mary whenever you'd see it in the mirror They'd flush
0: the toilet and turn oh. off the lights and i didn't know you had to flush the toilet i don't know i think it was like, you, you just had to the... say it like three times in the mirror and she'd appear or something yeah no i think my school was like you flush the toilet like three times and you spun around <laughs> and you had a candle in the bathroom or some stupid shit like that yeah there's
1: a lot of extra steps there
0: yeah. california people <laughs>
1: um y'all have a water problem y'all should not be wasting <laughs>
0: exactly who that's why we have a water that? problem <laughs> so anyways this uh demon who shall not be named
1: yes the p word paz we'll call him paz, paz. That? so uh yeah he's in the exorcist however uh i mean he's he's seen as like a demon that you know possesses children but um that demon is actually a god in African culture, in African, uh, several African tribes. Oh. Yeah, it's actually a god. So this god is alleged to, or like in these tribes, this god is looked at to save children from Lilith, because Lilith wants your child. So if a mother is pregnant, they pray to this god and seek for his protection, because that god is going to protect their child from from a lilith mm-hmm. and that child will you know become will be born and be born healthy if you if you pray to him gotcha and who's yeah. lilith so lilith which whenever i heard that i was like wait a second isn't lilith in the bible yeah lilith is allegedly like the um, who came before eve but who is like metal and decided not to abide mm-hmm. by the rules mm-hmm. Um, and who went off with Satan? Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, don't quote me on that. Um, but, so I asked that because I got this information from the voodoo expert in New Orleans, and he said yes, because he said yes, Lilith, but because you see like Western culture and like these tribes merge. Mm-hmm. So. Lilith is kind of like the same idea but with a different name like oh yeah so it's just been Lilith as far as I know that's how I, I understood it um but yeah so whenever archaeologists excavated all of these these tombs these um burial grounds they would see mothers with or like women with this little artifact gotcha that looked like the Pazuki. As okay. you'd see in the Exorcist, gotcha gotcha so they would have that little um, that little relic that little statuette to protect them protect their child mm-hmm. from this other being that they thought would harm their kid mm-hmm. so in the Exorcist this demon harms a child which in this african culture or african tribes that would do the exact opposite it's for protection
0: that is so weird how it just gets all twisted how it evolves yeah, yeah it evolves
1: because whenever you think about christianity people want to convert yeah and then they kind of make what people believe in awful and exactly horrible. they kind of twist it to make it like they demonize it mm-hmm. so that's why you see a lot of these gods that used to be back in like ancient times turn into demons later in the Bible. Mm -hmm. but that's really it was so hard to find online yeah so i i heard about this by having this discussion with um this voodoo expert in new orleans but whenever i try to google like pazuki and hoodoo or voodoo Mm -hmm. it was so difficult to find yeah and the one article i found that said like the truth about pazuzu or whatever yeah i clicked on it and it wouldn't let me go because I'm on my work computer. Of course, exactly. It was like not not a trusted site. <laughs>
0: yeah. Your company's like no, not
1: here. <laughs> no, what the hell are you looking at? Flag. <laughs> so, so that was really hard to to research because you know it's really not public knowledge. Yeah. And when I asked him, I said, "Hey, so how do you feel about people learning about your religion, about Voodoo, and how do you feel about it being commoditized, commodified?" Yeah and i mean his opinion was you know we i think it's fine because you, know, you make money off of it people want to know people want to learn they either go to the the commercialized like french quarter and then get something that's not really legitimate but eventually they're going to find their way to me yeah and they're going to want to know more they, yeah, or they're yeah. going to want to learn the truth but um on the other hand, people who actually practice this are afraid to come forward and talk about it because back in the day, you would be killed for it. Yeah. You'd be killed. You'd be thrown in jail. Like it was so taboo and so vilified that it wasn't a thing. Like you, it was non-existent. You acted like you didn't know what they were talking gotcha. about. Gotcha. Like, hey, you know about voodoo, voodoo, voodoo? Like, what? Who? Yeah. What is that? I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. So you know. The white folk. Others came <laughs> along, and they, you know, once you have like a, a thing you like an agenda you want to push, you're like, okay, how can I make this thing bad so people don't worship any worship it anymore? And
0: they worship my God, and, and my they beliefs. fear they fear this this thing, mm-hmm. this person,
1: this this relic, this God. How can we make this God evil? Yeah. Well, we turn him into a demon. Yeah. So whenever I get scared about these things, whenever I get scared about the idea of demons i'm like okay where were there where are their origins where did they come from and how did they become what they're known as and there are a lot of there are a lot of um others that are kind of the same
0: mm-hmm. but due
1: to time i'm like okay let me just focus on this one yeah yeah um pieman i don't know I, like that's why i said like it stopped right there it stopped at the at the at the book but mm-hmm. with um Zuzu is like way back in like Mesopotamia like back gotcha. in way... like he did have origins all the way. He goes far, far back. Yeah, and I started to dive into it, I'm like <laughs> wait a second, let me chill out. That was just an example of how how demons can kind of get altered or demons become who they are. Gotcha. Yeah. That's so neat. Mhm. So it or maybe I just,
0: like, created all of that to make myself feel better about watching Hereditary <laughs> because it terrified me. <laughs> that's funny. I still need like to watch that movie. That's the, with the little girl that does that tongue click, right? Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, it so scares me. My little
1: brother said that he watched that movie on a date. Oh, well, he got
0: some snuggles after that. No, he
1: said I dropped that girl off right after. <laughs> like, Dakota, that's, like, the perfect cuddling movie after because you're, like, scared. He's like, no, we are driving home, and she went, Oh. And I said you're going home.
0: Get out of here. Walk Get home. out. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but so that's that was my topic and as I said in the first episode I like to learn about what I'm scared of. Yeah. I'm scared of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. No, good, that was interesting. And if you have any questions please send them in. Yeah. I'll dig deeper, I'll ask, I'll research. Anything I didn't cover, or if you know anything that I didn't, please let me know. <laughs> I really want to learn more.
0: I just brushed the surface.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All those demonology <laughs> experts, please hit me up. All right. So you did demons, and I decided to do a murder for this episode. Sweet. Um, this murder is pretty short. I mean, it kind of, it's, it's short. I, I hate to call it short and sweet, but it, it's pretty short. So we'll get into it. Um, off the top of your head do you know how many indigenous women murder cases you've heard in the media or news this year the news this year none off the top of my head which is really sad because i know it happens a lot more than we think yes so thousands of native american women and girls are believed to disappear but there's no federal database for them why they just apparently it's not on their radar list and they don't care to do so. So they've never really created one, um, which is really sad because they are some of the highest ratio of- per year from records that I've seen. There's no official database, but from what I've read and what I've researched, they have a really high percentage of every year of just missing or, you know, being found murdered. So when you say there's no federal database, that means that
1: they're that the crimes that happen against them or their murders aren't being recorded,
0: just in the general census at all. So, like the media will kind of briefly cover them, but they're not collected, like federal or um, so. So, if you were trying to Google how many a, how year, many a year, you're or... not gonna find anything. Oh man, yeah, which is insane to me. Um, so, I thought I would cover one of these stories because. I mean, no one talks about them and they need to be talked about. And uh, today I'm going to be telling you guys about 22 year old Savannah LaFontaine Greywind. Um, and her Dakota name was Where Thunder Finds Her. And she was born on August 9th in Belcourt in 1995. Oh um, my God, she was so young. Yeah, she, when this happened, she's actually a year younger than myself right now just to think and put myself in the perspective that someone of my age went through this and no one really seems to care just breaks my heart um so she was five four and she had some long brown beautiful hair and green eyes and i actually have a picture of her that i wanted to show you just like she was beautiful oh my god yeah oh my god she's super pretty look at that hair yeah yeah
1: oh my god that makes
0: me so sad i know so we'll post her picture on instagram and all that um, but she lived in an apartment in Fargo with her mother, father, and 16 year old brother. Uh, she was a certified nursing assistant in Eventide, Fargo, at a senior citizen residence. Her and her boyfriend Ashton were expecting their first child together, a daughter in late September of 2018. So Savannah met Ashton in middle school and they had been dating for nine years. And when they discovered Savannah was pregnant, he was living and working in Minneapolis, but he moved to Fargo in anticipation of their daughter's birth. They had recently signed a lease for an apartment of their own in North Fargo and planned to move there on September 1st, but on August 19th, 2018, 12 days before they were supposed to move in together, Savannah disappeared. And that's literally 90s. Like nine days from now was going to be a year oh my god so so you got a recent one this yeah. is pretty pretty new yeah that saturday afternoon savannah ordered a pizza before going to her upstairs neighbor Brooke lynn cruz and her boyfriend william hone's apartment she had agreed to act as a model so cruz could pin a dress she was sewing in return for savannah's help cruz offered her 20 dollars.
1: so wait sorry i might have dismissed this how how did
0: she find this woman she this is this her neighbor Oh, it was her neighbor. Yeah, oh, it was okay. her neighbor. Like, her upstairs neighbor. Like, you mm-hmm. climb up the stairs and she's, like, two, two. Okay, early. okay. Yeah. So, basically, with pinning a dress, it shouldn't take more than 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Like, you stand on a pedestal. They kind of just pin the size of what they need. You take it off and they're done. And they just sew it. Very quick process. Um, so, right before going to Cruz's apartment, Savannah had texted her mother and her boyfriend at 1.24 p.m. to let them know where she would be. And I can't stress enough, if you are going anywhere tell someone where you're going Mm -hmm. like even on my days off when i'm just going thrifting i text matt and i'm like hey you know this is where i'm at or with my job like i'm a dog groomer so i go to people's houses i'm always like pinning certain addresses for matt so he knows like it is so important to tell people where you are
1: yeah that's why i wouldn't so if you have an iphone i'm a big fan of find my friends like i don't track my friends locations (laughs) but my friends my friends seriously track mine because if I'm somewhere weird and maybe I have weird friends but (laughs) I'll get a text message like hey why are you here in like west Texas out in the middle of nowhere and I'll say well I'm here for work or whatever and they're like oh okay so I have like two friends who are obsessed with find your friends and they just they'll wake up like social media they do Twitter they do Facebook they find their friends (laughs) (laughs) so like things like that like because with Gabriel, I'm always like, "Hey, where are you? Hey, tell me when you're home." Now yeah. he's got an iPhone, and I'm always checking his location. And it's not that I'm like a crazy wife or anything. Just want to make like, sure they're safe. Exactly. You're like you never know what can happen. Yeah. And
0: nowadays with technology, I feel like that should be utilized more. Yeah. yeah. I know when I have a kid, I'm probably gonna get him one of those little kid like watches that <laughs> sends me their location all the time. Like we have it, so why not utilize it? Exactly. Okay. So, Savannah was supposed to give her brother a ride to work shortly before 3 p.m. Her brother went upstairs at about 2.30 p.m. to get Savannah, but no one answered the door. Savannah's father, Joe Graywin, then proceeded to go upstairs and knock. Cruz finally answered, and she told her father they were still working on the dress. Because Savannah was still busy, her mother gave her son a ride to work. Her mother assumed when she returned home that Savannah would be in her room. When her mother returned home and saw that the pizza Savannah had ordered was still untouched and she wasn't home, she started to panic. And like I said before, this shouldn't have taken more than 20-25 minutes. Max. So she went to knock on Cruz's door to see if Savannah was still there, and Cruz told her mother that she had left, but her mother saw that Savannah's car was still parked in the parking lot and her wallet was still at home. And who would leave after ordering, like, a, a full pizza? And exactly. Just I'm
1: going to sit there and eat it first. And, and then... she's
0: pregnant. She's going to be starving. And, you know, I have a bunch of pregnant friends, and they're always munching on stuff. Like, you just wouldn't just leave for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, she, Her mother asked Ashton if he had heard from her, but he hadn't received a response back since 1.24 p.m. when Savannah had told him where she was going. Her mother repeatedly called and texted Savannah, but she got no response. And, um, this was super unlike Savannah because, you know, being 22, we're always on our phone and, you know, it's just the culture. Mm -hmm. And she was always posting on social media and it just, it was so out of character for her. And at eight months pregnant, her feet were super Mm -hmm. swollen. Like she wasn't just going to go walking. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and she was very cautious and she would actually get upset with her siblings when they would walk around alone. And she'd be like, why are you doing that? Like, that's not safe. You need to be with someone by four thirty p.m her mother called police to file a missing persons report savannah had no history of mental illness and had never run away and was excited to become a mother and her family instantly knew she was in danger police knocked on cruz's door at 5 p.m they searched the apartment and again returned to another search the following day which was the 20th at this point they were searching for a missing person and not a body that is super important because if they were searching for a body they would have found her sooner
1: mm yeah wait and why is what's the difference so
0: when they're searching for a missing person they kind of just scour around and kind of like maybe like open a closet or something mm-hmm. just to make sure that the person's not like being held captive or anything like that if they were searching for a body they would be pulling stuff up and under and just doing a deep thorough search of everything mm-hmm. um so have the dogs out yeah like have people out searching fields and yeah. areas it wouldn't be them just going hey have you seen her do yeah. you know her last location What they didn't know is if they had been searching for a body, they would have found Savannah's body stuffed in the bathroom closet on their first initial search. On the 20th Hoenn, Cruz's boyfriend hollowed out a dresser and put Savannah's body inside. Wait, what? Say that again? (laughs) Sorry, I was not expecting that. Yeah. (laughs) So so that same day that they had done their second initial search because they were still looking for a missing person, Mm -hmm. they didn't find her, so they left. And at that point, Hohen Cruz's boyfriend hollowed out a dresser and stuffed Savannah's body inside. So she was still in the house when the police did their second search. Oh my God. Um, All right. So
1: just to let everyone listening know, this is the first time I'm hearing Sam's stories. So that's (laughs) why I made her stop because I did
0: not expect that. Yeah, no, I, and I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to clarify a little bit more. So I'm glad you jumped in there. Um, but they wrapped her in towels and plastic and nailed the front piece to the back and moved it out of the house in the early morning hours of august 21st Cruz and hoeing carried the dresser down the stairs and loaded into their jeep cherokee with no trace of savannah found fargo police brought in a special placenta sniffing dog from mm. minneapolis to help track her down it's so
1: specific yeah
0: i had no idea that oh, there was that's... a placenta dog that's that,
1: really disturbing
0: yeah and the fact that they needed a placenta dog just breaks my heart you know mm. um so when they did so on august 24th uh, police returned to cruz's apartment after people sent in tips to fargo police that they had seen cruz with a newborn baby um hohen's co- co-workers told fargo police he was making comments about having a newborn at home and a lot of them knew that his girlfriend Cruz was not pregnant oh my god um their police found savannah's baby and she was rushed to the hospital and she did survive and she's doing well according to brooks the baby was hidden under blankets next to hohen when police had done their initial search of the apartment so the baby was there when the police were there what the hell yeah on august 27th two kayakers on the red river saw a large object wrapped in plastic and they immediately contacted police. It was the body of Savannah. Brooks and Cruz were immediately suspects and Brooks insisted that Savannah had given her the baby and then later retracted the statement in court. Brooks confessed to pushing Savannah who then hit her head on the bathroom sink and passed out. However, a medical examiner, Dr. Victor, testified that she showed no signs of a head injury. So we don't know how Brooks ever got Savannah on the ground. Um, with Savannah on the floor, Cruz testified that she grabbed a box cutter from the kitchen and sliced open Savannah's abdomen, taking the baby out of her womb.
1: Oh my god!
0: Um, and so, and Savannah was still alive and conscious. So, wasn't there an "I survived" story similar to
1: this? Yeah, and I feel like this happens a lot. I say a lot, like it's not. T- a hundred times a year, but more than it should happen. Yes,
0: yes. There was just a case. I believe she was a San Antonio woman. from Texas at She was from least. Texas or something, and she had her baby cut out of her, and she died,
1: I think. It was, um, someone was advertising on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It was actually Facebook who, f- who solved this crime. Yeah. Did you follow that? I, I... Where I... it was a woman, this is a fucking psycho woman had posted hey, I have baby clothes for sale. I remember reading that, yeah. That woman, that this young, so very, extremely similar to Savannah, was pregnant, came over to see the clothes. They ended up killing her and taking her baby. Yeah. And then went to the hospital even – with the baby like trying to say like oh i just went into labor trying to claim it as their own yeah yeah and the posted pictures Mm -hmm. of themselves it was disgusting like that is
0: beyond like psychopath yeah it's so sad and i believe that baby passed right he did end up passing away mm, i think i have to did and i think think someone allowed her to visit him in the hospital afterwards because i saw a picture that it was it was during it like because oh, the during. baby was in
1: NICU and then mm. the mo- like the woman who claimed to be the mom came and was trying to yeah was there at the hospital and then they put the piece facebook put the pieces together yeah. because this woman was missing and they found out she was
0: actually yeah. dead it, it's sad. it's sickening that this happens and like i can think of like four cases off the top mm-hmm. of my head where this has happened and similar cases it should be like none this should never happen so savannah was alive and she was drifting in and out of consciousness and when Hohen came home and saw cruz on the floor with savannah trying to clean up the blood he asked if she was dead when cruz said she didn't know he then proceeded to grab a rope from another room and strangled savannah he turned to cruz and said if she wasn't dead before she is now mm. Yeah, and Dr. Victor told the court that he wasn't able to determine whether Savannah died of blood loss or strangulation. A judge sentenced Brooke Cruz to life in prison without the possibility of parole. She made a testimony that she was extremely sorry to the family and all this bullshit about how she feels awful for it. But since I can't do that,
1: I can take responsibility and accept the consequences of my actions. <laughs> The person I owe the biggest apology to is not old enough yet to know that any of this is going on. I realize that. I realize the impact that my actions have had on the family, the community, my family, and it's no light matter for me.
0: Cruz's attorney, Steven Mottinger, had asked for life in prison with the possibility of parole, stating that during the hearing and afterwards, that in his 39 years as a defense attorney, he had come to believe all people are capable of change. Cruz testified during Hohen's trial that she had lied about a pregnancy to keep Hohen around, and when he figured out she was lying, he told her she needed to produce a baby or else. Um, So Cruz took that as an ultimatum. Hohen's maximum sentence for his crime was only 21 years, but because the judge ruled him a dangerous offender, he was sentenced to life in prison with a chance of parole, which he shouldn't have a chance at all. But exactly, yeah, and he won't be eligible for parole for another twenty five to thirty mm. years. But isn't she the one that murdered her? He also had a pardon because they couldn't mm-hmm. determine if it was cutting the baby out of the womb or oh, him strangling her after that killed God. him. And her family um, is currently trying to pass the Savannah Act and that Bill would create a standard protocol for the response to cases of missing and murdered American Indians to improve the collection and the gathering of the statistics about missing and murdered natives and enhance tribal access to federal crime databases. (laughs) Um, Ashton did get full custody of the baby, and they named her Hazely Jo, and he says that she's got tons of personality. He reminds her a lot of her mother. And her first word was dada, and she even says mama when she sees photos of Savannah. Oh
1: my god, that is heartbreaking. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that is the murder of Savannah. Wow. Yeah.
1: That was a really
0: good job. (laughs) It was a rough episode, but I I figured it needed to be talked about, so.
1: Oh yeah, content-wise, when you said it was a rough episode, I was like, (laughs) yeah, you can just cut my part out (laughs) if you want. (laughs) I mean, it was a rough story, that's what I meant. Yeah, and it was... I thought, I thought Paimon was scary. That's even worse. That's traumatizing. Um, what do you think it is? Do you think like the women who carry out these acts since it happens more often than it should, what do you think drives these women to target pregnant women and try to claim
0: that child as their own? I think it's because they get caught in a lie of saying, Hey, I'm pregnant. And suddenly they have to produce a child and they're not pregnant. Or the fact that they can't conceive a child, or they can't have a child. I think that's what it is. Something about wanting to care for some something or some like they don't care what they have to do to get it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's just the driving force. Because like Cruz said, she felt like she had an ultimatum. Her boyfriend told her produce a baby, or you know, that's it. So, so in her
1: case, I wonder if it's more of the social pressure of oh, I need to conceive a child, or is it that that instinct as a woman to have a child to say like this is if if I can't produce I'm not saying that if you're unable to conceive then it's going to drive you to carry out this heinous act yeah but if you already have some kind of loose screw it's just the it's it's just the last straw you know like the icing on the
0: cake exactly like
1: yeah. What breaks the camel's back. Like I'm I'm I've lost it at this
0: point. Yeah. Or maybe it's like a combination of the two. I think for her case it was more of she was trying to keep her boyfriend. I think wow. that's what No it was. Man is worth that much. I know, I know. I know,
1: I know. We say that uh, yeah, yeah, we could sit here and say that but obviously to her it was. Like that yeah. is insane. And the fact that
0: I mean I don't even like just keep trying. Like Get in the bedroom and try and try and try and have your own kid. You don't murder someone and steal their damn baby to get a baby. Like
1: I was going to say, and there's also so, there are also so many children who need homes. But yes. if you're that type of person who you don't would even consider adopt. killing someone to have a child, then no. Don't adopt.
0: Not. Don't foster. No. Don't do not do that if you're that don't type of person. Don't have your own child
1: either. Yeah. Like, yeah. You should Get just a dog.
0: Well, not even a dog. Holly quits. Yeah. Get a goldfish or something. <laughs> don't
1: low maintenance a succulent yeah at that yeah wow but what's even worse is that it was a native american woman so it went under the radar and it didn't have the care the, the case didn't have the care that it should have
0: yeah and they uh the police actually got a lot of flack i mean i th- i feel like they found her pretty quickly and they kind of cracked down on who it was pretty quickly but a lot of the community was actually upset with how long it took them to kind of mm-hmm. actually locate the baby since they were in there already. Yes, they were in there twice and they w- they claimed a lot of negligence for not finding the baby yeah. or Savannah's body stuffed in the bathroom closet.
1: So. Yeah, you said it was almost a year ago. So, and um, that's pretty fast cuz it, it had the potential to go on l- oh, see maybe the baby like having the baby like the baby's proof right there that there's something not okay yeah this this wasn't a missing person
0: yeah because i'm sure if they didn't have the baby they would have been like we can't find her Mm -hmm. you know maybe she just wanted to get away and start a new life like that bullshit we always hear from disappearance cases where that she's an adult woman and she can do whatever she wants
1: exactly so
0: yeah it's it's really sad but i'm glad that you know hazley is okay and she's with her dad and she's growing and you know
1: yeah and yeah that's that's at least that's like the silver lining is that the baby survived because usually that's not the case especially when a baby's ripped out of its Mm -hmm. womb like that Mm -hmm. chances
0: are slim like i was googling trying to find more information on her and there's a people's article on her, and then it's more of just her look the fargo the fargo newspaper just doing article after article after article on her. But other than that, you really don't find too much.
1: I think what well, – at, at the end, I realized that I did read that story. Mm-hmm. Like, it came to me later. But I remember reading that the headline was more about the father and the daughter.
0: Yeah. Because the people article was about the dad and the, uh, the baby.
1: Yeah, hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's the one I read. Yeah. Like, saying – like murdered woman's daughter like (laughs) speaking and walking yeah yeah. i'm like wait what like who well hopefully hopefully that that act gets traction Mm -hmm. and that missing women indigenous women
0: have The the, the justice
1: that they they deserve
0: um at last i've heard they're struggling really hard it was gonna get passed and then they didn't get enough votes so they're still trying so
1: how do you not like who doesn't vote it doesn't
0: for that it, or maybe there's, there's no, not enough
1: awareness maybe. that it's happening so not enough people turn
0: out but who's who's voting against it exactly there's no negative consequences for having a database for what this what do you
1: have to lose
0: i guess maybe it looks bad on them and that's all they care about which is really shitty but they face a lot of just awful what's the word uh well not well they do face racism but like i guess discrimination oh sure yeah Mm -hmm. and this will
1: this will probably this probably won't be the only case that we cover of like an indigenous woman being murdered kidnapped whatever gone missing and it uh, being overlooked or just a minority in general um i mean we hear a lot of the cases like the more mainstream cases but it's like cases like this where you don't hear about it until later and there's like a happy cool story
0: that it's all wrapped up with a bow and can write about yeah yeah. um and i know when we talked about this podcast we just didn't want to talk about like the beautiful blonde like victim that you know was the beauty queen and everyone loved her and was popular like what could have gone wrong yeah, yeah perfect family and which it's good to follow those cases and learn about them but we also need to talk about the hispanic victims the native american victims the african-american victims everyone is important and i feel like a lot of podcasts kind of only talk about the beautiful blonde you know
1: the ones that are more scandalous
0: like oh that
1: could never have like how could that have happened to the girl next door where there are so many cases of even women like sex workers yes who just missing and it's like no big deal they victim
0: blame completely victim blame and Mm -hmm. that's that's not right at all
1: and then i hear like you could probably say the same argue or you probably hear the same argument in these minority groups like oh well it's just crime ridden yeah like I, i think i listened to a podcast the other day where it was a young woman who um, went missing and who turned out, uh, turned out, wound up dead because of like a, they alleged that it was a dr- bad drug deal. And okay, you could have found her a lot sooner. Though. You
0: <laughs> delayed and delayed and delayed, and
1: and even if you know, if you're listening and you know of a case that hasn't received that, not that you want like a murder to receive a lot of publicity but more awareness there's a situation where a crime had happened or something had happened and no one really covered it or i feel like it needs to have some awareness
0: it's of the situation
1: yeah anything like please share that with us like it's really hard to find these cases to begin with so if there is something that you want people to know about please let us know exactly those are the things we want to talk about the things that are unknown, not aren't known. Talked aren't talked about. Yeah, aren't as yeah. popular. Yeah. Ted Bundy who? Like. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: so sick of hearing about freaking I'm Ted so, Bundy. I'm
1: over him. Ugh,
0: I'm just done with him. He He's so boring to me. He's <laughs> Same. I thought I was like the only one who didn't give a shit about
1: Ted Bundy. I'm like, listen, if those eyebrows pulled up in that buggy, <laughs> I
0: wouldn't even give him the time of day, first of all. <laughs> I can't say that because Matt has some pretty big eyebrows. So... But he's not Ted Bundy style. No, he ain't no Ted Bundy. Thank God. There, he has good eyebrows. He doesn't drive no gold volts or. (laughs) He doesn't have that weird Ted Bundy look. Yeah, no, that weird stare
1: that (laughs) Ted Bundy has.
0: Like he's trying to concentrate on something in the distance and he just can't focus. Yeah, like he's seeing through you. Yeah, I think that's just like a
1: murder a murderous look but if something ever happens to me it was definitely gabriel i want everybody (laughs) i want that to be public 100 percent. even if it wasn't him he'd be in jail and couldn't marry another
0: woman (laughs) well he could but you know i don't know there's some weird like prison girl fangirls who go after like that guy who just killed shannon watson shannon watts the the chris watts the husband who just killed his wife and his two daughters
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In colorado me. sorry I just took yeah no a sip you're of good wine, but yeah yeah i mean he, he no he's not a bad looking man
0: but he killed his child like Both his child his children yeah ugh. and his wife like ugh. and people are pregnant wife home. oh my yeah goodness. i forgot she was pregnant like
1: ugh. god people, people suck crazy. There and and if you're interested in romance and murder, there's a great episode, um, that last podcast on the left did over murders and or criminals and their love interest, like while they're in prison.
0: I'm gonna. I haven't heard. It's that really one. good.
1: Yeah, it's good for Valentine's Day. Pop it in and listen to it with your honey. <laughs> <laughs> a real romantic over some glasses of wine and then ask them. Gabriel's asked that before. Hey, if I were in jail, would you still no? bye no he's like damn you'd probably snitch on me too mm-hmm. oh
0: yeah <laughs> i've had this conversation with matt i'm like if i ever Sorry. murdered someone he's like i would run straight to the police okay so we're like thanks but on the flip side he's like if i ever did anything i'm like you're gone i don't give a shit you're gone <laughs> yeah. i know every now and then i'm like babe i'd do anything for you i'd cover i'd cover it for
1: you yeah. that's on a good day like after he washes my clothes and folds my laundry like
0: (laughs) makes you dinner that's the only time yeah
1: (laughs) i'm very glad we got to end this on a like light positive note
0: yeah because that was a heavy story because i was
1: thinking oh my god how are we
0: (laughs) and i was stumbling over my words because i'm like okay i totally like brought down the mood hardcore well thank you guys for listening to (laughs) episode two i appreciate it wow too
1: but yeah no thank you thank you so much please please let us know your thoughts your comments questions concerns where can you find us
0: you can find us at booze podcast on all the socials that is b o o z podcast
1: i feel like each episode we have is gonna be picture heavy so just check those out after After you're driving, after whenever, after the episode.
0: Don't look and drive. Please don't, because I will reach out of your microphone and slap you.
1: And that was a correction on my part. I didn't say that I only do that when traffic is stopped. (laughs) I don't drive and look. After I listened, so I listened to our first episode twice, and I was like, wow, people probably think I'm an asshole. Mm -hmm. I promise it's when traffic is stopped. And I look both ways, to make sure no one's looking at That's me. That's still bad.
0: I should slap when you. Which stopped, really? It's still bad. Yeah, you should know better. All right. Well, I'll make I a- will <laughs> make a promise to you.
1: I'll-